0: Welcome to another episode, and before we get into our episode of this week, I actually have the product feature of the week. So today, I want to talk to you about how you can buy and sell your dresses on Pageant Planet. Steven!
1: I heard that this was like just a twinkle in an eye. You're saying it's real?
0: It is real. So you can go um, on Pageant Planet and you can look at dresses. You can buy dresses. It's still in beta. So it's kind of like Rim sleep, if you will. <laughs> so it's coming to life slowly. We're just rolling it out primarily for our podcast audience and then those individuals that find out about it just through the grapevine.
1: So is there a way for me to look at dresses that would are like brand new for manufacturers, but I can also look at dresses that someone else is selling?
0: Yes. So if you want to look at our site, most people are familiar with this feature. So if you go just go to pageplanet.com backslash dresses, you can see dresses that are there from manufacturers, like colors dresses, MacDougal, et cetera those galleries are right there. You can sort them by color, by silhouette, by fabric. You can click on them and find which retailer nearest you um, carries that dress, or if there are any retailers near you that carry that dress. Um, If you actually want to buy those dresses, then you need to go to shop.pageantplanet.com, and you'll see a dress uh, portion right there, and those are items that you know, contestants like those individuals who are listening, retailers, sometimes pageant directors, etc., have uploaded to sell on Pageant Planet.
1: Okay. So if I wanted to post my own dresses for sale, how would I do that?
0: So if you go to shop.pageantplanet.com and scroll all the way down to the footer, it'll just say sell on Pageant Planet. And then there's an application form that you can fill out and, um, Basically just saying I want to sell like my items and then after that we review your profile on pageant planet just to make sure that you have an existing profile and this is to protect the people that are buying the items Um, and we make sure that that's all filled out as it should and then you are approved and then you can just start uploading your items.
1: Oh my gosh, I love this feature. So everyone's protected, they get to see the photos beforehand, and they can shop for their perfect wardrobe.
0: Yep, and how we protect people is when someone buys it through our portal, like we get the money, and then we hold on to the money until that individual gets the dress, right? And then once we have confirmation they got it and it's in proper condition, then we release the money to the seller, so we work. With-
1: I, I think that is so important. I'm sorry to interrupt no. because mm-hmm. let me tell you a real story and why that protection is key. I was on a pageant resale site recently and I was searching for something specific and someone messaged me and said, hey, I saw that this person sent you a message. Did they send you a picture of this dress? Because I've already paid them and I'm still waiting on that dress. Mm. And they did indeed send me the same picture of a dress someone else had already paid for to Stop try to sell it, it. to me.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. There is so much of that happening, and that 's why people are scared to use this and there 's also people out there that i mean are you know glitz family you know, mm-hmm. they are selling and renting dresses like weekly you know mm-hmm. so there 's a bunch of people out there that do this, so what we want to do is we just want to create a safe environment to where if you 're a former contestant, you can sell your item and like you can make some money some of your money back because this is an expensive sport. And the person who's buying it can have that peace of mind that, okay, like pageant planets, the mediator in this, they're holding onto the money until I get my item. So if anything's wrong with the item, they can come back to us and say, this is like, this is the picture they sent. This is what I received. Something's not right. And then we can get in the middle of it. Just like if you've ever been through a PayPal dispute or something like that, it's going to function very similar to that. But this is kind of why the, the features are split apart right now, because this section truly is in beta. Um, So this is like, it's a non pageant uh, glorified version, like meaning it's not beautified. So when you go there, it's not the same kind of quality rollout as you're going to expect on pageant planet when it rolls out in August. Um, and that's just because, like, the tech team, they haven't been completely involved in this. This is just kind of some, some patchwork so that we can get the feature, we can get our processes perfected, and like we can help people start to like, really meet their needs right now.
1: All right. Got to go list everything I own.
0: Yep. As you do. And I will send a link uh, in the show notes for both where you can buy the dresses and like see other dresses that um, listeners like yourself have uploaded and where you can go to sign up to sell um, items on Pageant Planet. Cool. Thanks, Steven. Welcome to Pageant Planet's podcast, where we share stories and strategies to help expand and connect the global pageant community. Visit pageantplanet.com to find pageants, hire coaches, shop for dresses, and more. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. Welcome to today's episode. Today, we are going to be discussing how to pose on stage so you win the crown. So Jesse, set the stage for us.
1: So, Stephen, let's be honest. Posing on stage while a crowd of people look on is not a normal experience for most people. It can be unnerving. It can be stressful and downright frightening. Mm-hmm. And then not that's not all. Now add in some fancy shoes, often very tall heels, and heaps of pressure to be- perform and win.
0: Yeah. Yes. You, you don't realize that pressure until you're on the stage. And you're looking down the audience because when you're just sitting in the audience, you're in your comfort. You got your people to your right and to your left and you're just kind of hanging out watching the show. And then if you look down, you'll see a girl. I mean, not all of them, but some of them. their legs are like really wobbly when they're like trying to pose. And you're like, God, why is she freaking out about? Right. I mean, she's just there. But when you just you take that step up three feet or however tall the the stage is, Mm -hmm. it is suddenly it's very scary because all eyes are on you.
1: And it's bright lights and you're trying to look down and remember X's and think about your routine and not trip. There are just so many different elements and it can be scary. So in most pageants, your on-stage performance is worth at least 50% of your score. I mean, again, not all pageants have that kind of percentage. But I mean, most that I can think of the mainstream pageants, it's at least 50%. Yeah, so no you're, matter how much. Cause so you're sorry, factoring,
0: sorry. Yeah, because you're factoring in like evening gown and on stage yeah. question, like all that's considered quote on stage performance.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. There are some pageants that have interview or intro like more than 50%. But the vast majority Miss USA um, with the new scoring Miss America from trying to think on my feet, I think probably still it's a little more than 50. Yeah, Because talent um, would be
0: considered on stage performance.
1: Yeah, and that's right. yeah, fifty, it's 50 now, right? percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There you go. There you have it. Um, and then I, IJM, UNM, etc. So, just like rule of thumb, spend a ton of time practicing your onstage walk. Um, but without that said, like no matter how much. You enchant the judges into falling in love with you during interview. If you can't deliver at least a solid stage performance, you will likely not walk away with the crown. And that's a fact.
0: Yeah, it is. Because at the end of the day, you've got to be confident. You've got to be poised. And, you know, if you don't have those elements, as much as the judges might be rooting for you inside the interview room, it's just not going to translate into positive scoring if you're not able to keep it together on stage.
1: Yep. And last episode, we talked about how to translate the difference between makeup looks for the real world to the pageant stage. This time around, we are talking about what is appropriate on stage for a pageant and common miscues contestants make.
0: Okay, that's great. All right. So what's your first, um, I guess, strategy, if you will?
1: Uh, So The first dealio we're going to talk about (laughs) is hands on your hips. First of all, if you're in a pageant, and I say this with love, and you are putting your hand on your literal hip. Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> so, Stephen, I know you've seen me teach a runway course. Can you please enlighten our listeners with where their hand should actually go when we say hand on your hip?
0: It, well, it's not your hip. It's above your hip in the narrowest part of your waist.
1: Exactly. And do you know why?
0: Now, I believe I heard you say that it draws attention to the narrowest part of your figure and it also creates like a longer look for your leg. Is that right? Do I remember That's that correctly? Ex-
1: no. I'm very proud that you are listening. Thank you. Um, and not social media on pageant weekend, which is a rule of thumb we all should follow. But anyway, so if you are listening to this podcast in a position where you can stand, I know a lot of you listen while you drive because you tell us, which I love. Um, so don't pose and drive. But those of you that are safe, I want you to put your hand on your natural hip and look in the mirror. And I want you to see just how short. It makes your legs look. And then I want you to scooch it up towards that little indent in your waist and see the difference. And that is what we are talking about. So kudos to you, Stephen, for knowing that answer. Thank you. So, yes, putting your hand on your hip can be a great strategy for a powerful pose. I would steer clear, though, of walking with your hands on your hips. It's a common strategy for runway models. It looks really, like, fierce and, like, um, like really powerful, but doesn't necessarily look natural enough for the pageant world. And I will say like a certain level of fierce equates on the pageant stage, but going too far can be very off putting to judges. Would you agree?
0: Yeah. Cause sometimes like a girl can start off fierce, but then she like lightens it up with a smile, like halfway through her walk or like through her, her routine or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and the difference between, for those of you that maybe haven't not heard our previous episodes or maybe you're just new to the industry as a whole, um, there is a difference between a model walk and a pageant walk, which we're not going to get in super much here. But basically models, they're made to look fierce. So you don't get distracted by the model and you focus on the clothes. Whereas pageant girls, the clothes are meant to accentuate the figures of the girl so that you focus on the girl and not necessarily the clothes.
1: That is exactly true. And we've talked about like, if a judge can't figure out If they like you at first, it's usually not going to be great for your score. So it's better to be safe and natural on stage and then, like, add in those elements here and there versus, like, leading with it. Um, And I'll give, like, a real-life reference. Steven, I don't know if you come across – because I come across these all the time on Instagram because, like, I follow makeup artists and pageantry, et cetera. But it's, like, these when makeup artists do these looks and then the girl at the end, like, moves her face around so you can see it and they do, like – serious and then they laugh and then they go back to serious you can kind of like see how the makeup looks in different expressions it looks so unnatural and like a little kooky so we don't want to be that on stage
0: <laughs> no no we do not okay so that <laughs> that was your first uh, hands on your hips and we're talking about how to pose on stage so you win the crown so hands on your hips what's yes. your point number two
1: point number two is to stop rushing and i said that extra slow for uh deliberation
0: emphasis um, on the syllables or yes. they say. Yep.
1: <laughs> so one telltale sign that a contestant is nervous is when they don't take their time on stage and hold their poses and to me it screams i'm uncomfortable and i want to get off of here
0: that is a sad it's really the saddest part of pageantry i feel like there's mm-hmm. all this preamble and you know, pageantry, if you will, like leading up to the actual pageant. Like, what mm-hmm. dress am I going to wear? What shoes? And your mic are focused on making sure everything pat like works perfectly, is tailored perfectly. And then you get on stage, the moment that you've been preparing for for months, and you speed walk, and it's like, oh, take your time. Like you never <laughs> see a celebrity on the red carpet like run on, then run off. They're there until someone shoes them off the red carpet. Like, okay. Next, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, they, they stand there and say, okay, take the photos, enjoy my beauty, being all of my presence and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Do the same thing when you're on stage. You work so hard and spend so much like, time and money and energy to get there. Like, Enjoy it.
1: Yes, that is so, 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 so important to a great score. And here's what I tell my clients in order to show the judges they aren't afraid of the spotlight and can handle the stress of it, which is it being the spotlight. So first, I want you to remember that the judges have to score the contestant before you before they can even look up to see you. And often they do this between contestants, which means their heads are likely still down when your name is called.
0: That's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point because like if you do if you speed walk <laughs> they're basically yeah catching you halfway through and they're like whoa crap like what did I miss like they they missed in the presentation cuz mm-hmm. so many girls when they turn that uh that curtain corner they they start off with a presentation like they throw yeah. their dress they kind of do something with their hands whatever um you know to somewhat start their walk. Yeah. And the judges miss all that. Mm-hmm. Um Okay. So, all right. I interrupted you a little bit.
1: No. <laughs> so I will say that most of the time you are starting on stage for your walk. On occasion, you'll they'll say your name and then you walk on. But especially if you're starting on stage and you can see the judges. Like a, I can't remember the amount of times I've looked down. I've heard my name called. I'm supposed to be walking now, but they're not looking yet. So what I tell my clients is after they finish saying your name, count to three in your head, smile a magnificent smile and scan all of the judges like we've talked about in prior episodes before you even take one step. Hmm. So let's recap that. So they say your name, they finish saying your name, and then you hold for three whole seconds, scan the judges, smile, etc., And then that way they are ready for you. And they know that you mean business because you are not like, you're like, okay, here's my moment. I'm going to soak it up.
0: Yeah. Now do you do that even if the judge is already looking at you, or if this is only if their heads are downrighting?
1: I say do it regardless because, again, like I said, it shows that, like, here I am, like, this is my time, and I'm going to soak it in because that is half the battle of on stage is being comfortable on stage. So taking that moment, as long as it's not like a, a long three seconds, it's like a one, two, three. Yeah. And then you go. So it shouldn't be like, okay, girl, like let's get the show on the road. It's like, all right, this girl's comfortable. Um, and then from there, I would say each X or time you are supposed to stop, do that same three count. And that ensures that they get a great look at you and incredible confidence.
0: Got it. So one, two, three. Mm -hmm. There you go.
1: And so for those listening. I want you to do this. I want you to, again, unless you're driving, I want you to like look at the room you're in and go from one side of the room to the other. And I want you to just eye contact and smile all the way across and count one, two, three, and then you go. So it's not an eternity. Yeah. It's just a matter of like, wait, okay. okay. I, I've acknowledged every single judge at every single X. That's your goal.
0: Yeah, because I, because if you're doing really slow, one Mississippi. To for the for our international audience, like this is kind of how we were taught. Uh, Mississippi is a state within the United States, and so we were taught in school to say one Mississippi because that pretty much equates to one second. So, well, and
1: let's so for this case, Stephen, let's use your home state, one Ohio, two Ohio, okay. three Ohio.
0: Instead. <laughs> All right, that's good. So yeah, because you don't want it to appear too long. Like oh my gosh, this girl didn't hear her name.
1: Yes, exactly. Which I've seen happen too.
0: Okay. So we have hands on your hip. Stop rushing. What's the third strategy you have for us?
1: The third is what I call a foolproof pose. A great pose is the foundation to a great walk. The two together, a great pose and a great walk is a force to be reckoned with. And there are like one pose I really want to walk you through for you to practice.
0: Okay. Now, before we get into this particular pose, is it transferable to evening gown, swimsuit? I don't know, like fun fashion. Yeah. So
1: okay. this pose I chose because it can be used in interview. It can be used as your starting pose in talent if you're a singer or a speaker. Um, it can be used um, in fun fashion. It can be used. It can be used in every phase of competition and like even if you're at a speaking engagement and an appearance or taking a photo. This is your go-to pose for all of that. And I will explain why it's so important.
0: Okay. So this is the duct tape pose.
1: The duct tape pose?
0: <laughs> you know, duct tape fixes everything. So yes. this is- <laughs> yeah. That's not what it's called. That Full disclosure. That is, this is not what it's called. All right. That's a
1: very straight man thing to say. Yes,
0: that is a very straight man thing <laughs> to say. All right. Okay. What, anyway, what is this pose? Okay.
1: So the benefits of the, so what we're calling the T stance, there are so many, here they are. So this is the T stance. It gives your body an amazing S curve. So like we know, we call it the Coke bottle shape or whatever you want to say, where it looks very proportionate. You show your natural curves. It's a woman, et cetera. Next, it creates an uninterrupted line of sight, which means you look long and lean. And we talked about that hand on the hip. This pose will make sure that you look like you have a nice long torso, nice long legs, et cetera, with a cinched in waist. Uh, and finally, it's considered one of the most powerful poses when it comes to body language, simply because of where your weight is shifted, where your body is turned, et cetera.
0: Mm, that's great. Okay. How do you execute um, the T stance? And a full disclosure, I will provide a link inside the description so that you can see what it looks like to make sure that you're doing it right.
1: Oh, I love that. You're going to do that. That's going to be so helpful. So here's how. So again, as long as you're not driving, you can participate. I want you to stand with one foot slightly in front of the other. So now that you've done that, turn your back foot outwards toward the wall. So your toes out about 60 degrees. So now it's pointing toward the wall and then slide your front foot smack dab into middle, the middle of the arch of your back foot. Are you with me so far?
0: I am. I turned off my mic because I had to stand up, <laughs> so I'm standing up. Okay. Are you practicing this? I am. I'm, I'm, make, I'm making sure I can follow your instructions for everybody okay, out there okay. that's listening, so I can. So, okay.
1: Back foot sixty degrees. Mm-hmm. Front foot straight ahead. You're pointing straight ahead to that front foot, and it's lined up with the arch of your back foot. So it's kind of a little uncomfortable. Um, if you're really feeling fancy, Stephen, take the weight of off of your heel of your front foot, and I want you to like bevel it, so like you're kind of, like your calf kind of lifts up. Okay. You there?
0: Yep. Wait. Am I doing good? that on Does it feel my feel good on your I, calf? Wait. Am I doing that on my left on my left foot, the one that's straight, that's the one that's
1: straight, your front foot?
0: Okay. So I'm I'm rolling up more towards my heel, correct?
1: Yep. There you go. Yep.
0: I feel it in my calf.
1: Okay. And you can really bevel it, so you look like a dancer, like that's like a dancer leg, and it really creates a great muscle definition in your upper um, front thigh, which is beautiful. All right. Next, now we're going to talk about the upper part of your body. Take a deep breath in and lift your chest straight up toward the ceiling. So not forward, up. So you take that deep breath in, and then I want you to breathe out and drop your shoulders back while keeping your chest high. Did you do that, Steven? So your shoulders are so your shoulders are down, but your chest is still up.
0: Nailed it. Kind of it. squeezing
1: your shoulder blades together.
0: Nailed it. Yep. Yeah.
1: Okay, and then from there, I want you to turn your torso, the top of your body, straight forward with your legs like where they are. So your legs are kind of beveled on one side, now I'm standing. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny that you can't do this without standing. I know, yeah. So your foot's turned out 60 degrees, your back foot, your front foot's tucked in and beveled. You have your chest up and then you're straight forward. And then this position, I don't know if you can see a mirror where you are, Mm Stephen, but with your legs, it's like what creates that S curve is your body forward, your legs a little bit turned, and then you have that little kink in your waist.
0: Yeah. That's perfect. And the T th- stance comes from your feet should look like a T, like Correct. a capital T, right?
1: Yeah. And I would say like when um, for for princess contestants, it's more of a true T where your foot's like 90 degrees. Um, but as you get older, it's a little more natural to be a little more of a modified T. Um, in glitz pageants, they call it pretty feet. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're welcome to call it pretty feet in your own practice if you'd like. But um, that's where it got started, where I first heard about it.
0: Perfect. Okay. Just don't call it the duct tape post. That that was bad, but it does. It solves everything. Any phase, well, competition, Model T. <laughs>
1: yes, ex- Model T. Model, Model T. T
0: right?
1: <laughs> T-pose. So there are several other poses that work well on stage that we don't necessarily have time to get into today, but are worth asking your coach about if you have a coach, which you should, um, for example, an open leg stance and one Instagram follower explained why she really loves that one in particular. So I wanted to share that. Stephen, do you want to, do you want to go ahead?
0: Yeah, this is Mrs. Uh, Shadig. Shadeg. We'll go with that. I love we'll go with both it. hands on the hips I think it's such an empowering pose, plus it shows off the muscle. I've worked so hard to build. It's a strong pose, both in imagery and in the literal sense of highlighting muscle tone in all the right places. Then she has a a flexing bicep. Nailed it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So in summary, the most important thing on stage is to appear comfortable even when you are screaming on the inside. So you can do this by thorough practice, plenty of mirror time to understand how your body moves and how each pose affects it and remember take your time show the judges you're ready for anything by owning the stage and being fearless
0: Mm. well thanks for listening and if you've received any benefit from this show or from ones previous please consider giving us a five-star review it might seem like a small action but it really does help us keep the show going Want to become a part of pageant history? Create a free contestant or business profile on pageantplanet.com to unlock hidden features and connect with other experts throughout the world.